This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I am sitting in my home with a great guest. She's a musician, an audio engineer, one half of the double clicks. It's Aubrey Turner. It's me. Thank you so much for having me back on the podcast. Yeah, I'm thrilled. You've been on the podcast multiple times, yes. but always in large groups yes. for live shows. I've graduated to the individual podcast. <laughs> That's this right. is very exciting. I'm so happy to have you here because I think I can, I might be misremembering. I think the last time you did it might have been the super weird one we did yes, the, outside in a the, park. The Banff Music Festival the Banff in San, Music Diego, Festival. San Diego yes. in the sun. It was so warm. It was the baking sun. We were in a <laughs> massive... I think we had a nice audience of like 30 people, but we were like in a massive park Which that looked into look, a bay. It looked made, it made the audience look very small. Yes. And it was set up in this nice for a nice big music concert. So it seemed like somebody was expecting like the Rolling Stones to come out and play. And then we sat at a small table and talked about dinosaurs for an hour. Yes, we did. <laughs> and it was great. It was. <laughs> but I'm really thrilled to, uh, to have you on the one-on-one version of the podcast, fi- uh, finally. Um, so do you, I've been asking people this. I look at what I know about people, what I know about their careers and their sort of public persona, and I come up with my little nouns that I use. But do you have other nouns than the ones that I listed where you think of like, this is... Who I am. This is what I'm doing in life. Ooh, uh, I love it. Yeah, I'm an audio engineer. I'm I'm newly getting into more cello instruction, so I'm a cello enthusiast and <laughs> t- instructor, teacher. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think you definitely covered it. I okay. love it a lot. Cool. I yes. like cello enthusiast. I like any enthusiast. I mean, <laughs> the podcast could be called Enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> that would be true. fine. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, but so you're going to get into more. Uh, you've done this in the past, right? Yes, uh, in, in I've done your a... Portland-based location. Yeah, even when I was in Massachusetts, going to school, I was teaching cello lessons and just didn't know oh, really? how good I had it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you tried some other things, and then yes, yeah, you know, cello instruction is pretty, pretty great. It's really nice. <laughs> I don't think I would ever be good at uh, playing cello, but if I had the money, I would, I would take a lesson. Just to see what it was like, to it see what kind of horrible a, murder noises I made the cello make. It's very challenging. It takes a few lessons, but you, yeah, it's all in if you can focus on something for a lot. Yeah, it takes all of your mind is what I've found. Okay. Like the, the biggest thing that I realized, like working with different people who have different levels of focus. Yeah. Like usually they all can do it, but if they're distracted by something else that's going on, it's all kind of a game of like, can I keep your attention enough on the present moment that you can play the cello? Like I've seen people that just haven't, like they, they're like, okay, yeah, I did it. And then they play it again, but they're thinking about something else. And it's like, just makes all of the difference, which is fascinating to me. Is that because cello is just that much more of a finesse instrument than like, say, a piano or? Yes, because you you have to be paying attention to the tuning like on okay. the piano you don't have to you know if you press that key it's gonna be in tune but yeah. you actually have to think about especially when you're very new to the cello you have to train your fingers to go to the same place at the same time at like every time right so they need to the muscle memory has to be repetition over repetition and yeah if they haven't done it uh if they haven't been practicing like if they focus they can do it but then as soon as they stop thinking about like the present moment their their bow is going to go somewhere else in their other hand. Okay. Like both hands are doing something different. So uh, combining both of them is a that's challenge. That's fascinating. Is that one of your lessons then when somebody's starting to get good, then you have like a shiny object like their cat and just <laughs> <laughs> can I break their concentration? No. There's always another 
level of like of music that gets more enough challenging that Fair don't enough. need to distract I don't think I'd be a very good teacher. That's pretty cruel. But I love that yeah. a lot. Yeah. You, when I watch you play the cello, we've got to do so many shows together, especially your electric uh, yes. space cello that I think to my eye, it looks utterly like science fiction. It looks like a space instrument that would have been in like a 1982 episode of Doctor Who of like, this is what the future will look like. Because... Yeah. To my eye, there's like very few markings on it, right? You just like know where the notes are. I know. If you get up really close, okay. there are dots that I can sort of uh, focus on, which is helpful because usually I'm used to where the body of the cello is and I yeah. do all my reference to that. And then when the body went away, it's like, okay, where am I on the neck oh, wow. now? So it, yeah. So they do have like little cheat marks on okay. the neck, which like I know. Once I know, okay, that's where that note is, I know where the rest of them are. So it's helpful. Okay, cool. Yeah. And you have, obviously have a lot of focus because you're playing in front of large crowds all the time. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of shiny objects. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we could talk about uh, cello enthusiasm for the whole episode, but we're going to move on to your actual obsession, Yay. which I'm so excited about. It's Pokemon Go, the video game, right? Yes. Oh, I'm so excited about this. Before we even get into the video game, though, I want to take a step back because okay. I want to I want to have like the baseline yes. of your level of Pokemon interest. Is Pokemon something you really cared about as a child? Do you really care about it as an adult? I watched as much as I could of the <laughs> of the cartoon. I wasn't allowed to play video games as a child. Okay. So I never got to do the yeah the Pokemon video games uh before pokemon go came out uh even though of course i'm an adult and i could have bought it in my adult life <laughs> yeah but uh yeah so i did watch the cartoon and enjoyed that as well as my spider-man cartoon and just like any cartoon i could get we i would i would watch it even if it was fuzzy on the television because we didn't have cable okay and my parents were like no you don't need to watch tv and it's like i do though i really do <laughs> did you uh have that desire to watch it because it was entertaining to you or is it more like a um cultural thing like the kids at school were talking about pokemon and spider-man Ooh, I, no yeah i think it was myself yeah I... okay <laughs> like, i want to watch those things yeah i want to watch those trainers try to catch those animals with balls definitely they're so cute yeah i loved it a lot yeah they definitely the whole narrative of them being like they're all like i'm gonna go out and be the best and i'm in weird situations with people that are unnecessarily like combative <laughs> yeah. so like it always felt like ash was the odd person out but somehow would get through it oh nice so it was actually like inspiring yeah Oh, that's really cool. That was cool. Um, yeah, so I, I understand what you're saying about not playing the video games, but you did get to watch the show. Yes. Uh, do you kind of consider yourself a part of the Pokemon generation? Like, when you look at, like, when you look back, like, remembering my childhood, is, yeah. like, Pokemon one of the big touch points? Yeah, I think we all, def we were, no we yeah, Pokemon and Power Rangers and... Yeah, they were they were us. We were doing that. <laughs> I th I, yeah, it definitely feels like, yeah, we were... Yes. I'm, okay. That's the short answer. <laughs> uh, so, but it was just a thing that was there. You enjoyed it. It wasn't like you were obsessed with the show or the brand as a kid where you were like, I need a lunchbox. I need bed sheets. Right. I think if those were available at Target, I would have asked for them, but I didn't live close to a Target that had them. <laughs> <laughs> like now I have like the stickers and yeah, I'm definitely more pro more able to get that. Okay. 
accessories. Okay, so uh, then flash forward, you're you're a well-rounded geek, and Pokemon is uh, one of the sort of geek arrows in your your nerd quiver, <laughs> if I may overextend <laughs> a yes, dumb yes. metaphor. Uh, and then when do you uh, discover the video game Pokemon Go? So uh, Justin, my husband was like definitely leading up to it. Okay, it's coming out. Here we go. Let's do this. And it was right after we got married. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it was two June July no July twenty. 16 yeah that it came out and uh and this instantly signed us up and we had to choose a team which is like one of the first things you do is choose team instinct or valor or mystic and we went yeah instinct because it <laughs> seemed like i think part of it was everybody else seemed to be on team valor and mystic okay we we're like we're gonna be the yellow team that nobody's on <laughs> the underdogs like ash <laughs> we have to, exactly we have to be like ash who's always optimistic and we're like yeah we got this nice so <laughs> definitely played into our narrative and then yeah and then we were on tour at the time and when everything was new and so sometimes we'd be playing in the game store and people would be playing on their phone yeah while we were playing our show and it's like Everybody, could we just chill on the Pokemon Go for just a minute? For just a second. And we'll all go back to it afterwards, I swear. All right, so for people who don't know what the hell we're talking about, because okay, yes. I think there might be a few, yes, I yes. should probably have you give your definition of the video game Pokemon Go. What is it? Okay, yes. So we, you are a Pokemon trainer, and you get to design your own, like what you look like and what clothing you're wearing, and you choose your name, and then, uh, and then it is a... It's an app on your phone, and so uh, and it it's it's location based. So you're definitely giving them all of your information. <laughs> they know everywhere you are. They right? know exactly where you are at every moment you're playing the game. And uh, there are gyms and Pokestops and Pokemon just appear everywhere you are. But it depends on where you are location wise, and you get extra XP for walking around and hatching eggs you have to walk okay. to hatch the eggs uh yes yeah, so you have pokeballs and you there's a mechanic where you see a pokemon you click on the pokemon you take out you choose your pokeball and then you spin it and throw it at the pokemon with your finger this is a motion <laughs> that i'm making that i'm very familiar with you have to it hold the true. phone in one hand and for me and with my other hand use one finger to spin the ball <laughs> Because you get extra points if it's spinning, it like starts sparkling. Oh, really? And then to okay. sort of like loop it so that you're you you because it's kind of arcing through yes, the air, right? Arc- <laughs> yes, through the air in quotes <laughs> is what's happening, and you throw it at the Pokemon and hopefully hit it while it's not attacking you. So it is simulating oh, okay. like the Pokemon is not standing still; it is jumping and like roaring at you like a like a good pocket monster would <laughs> and and uh and then hopefully it gets in the ball and you have caught it you nice. captured that pokemon yes and now uh i played this a little bit yes. when it first came out yes uh so i have a little understanding of it but you've already told me like seven things that blew my mind that i didn't understand <laughs> from the two weeks i played it um so for people who haven't played it the the big thing is is that you're seeing the actual world Yes. Like, I caught a Pokemon on my stove. Yes. I caught a Pokemon, you know, in the coffee shop down the street. Yes. And you see them visually, like, you can adjust kind of as you're looking at the world, and they'll just be sitting on your couch, right? You can absolutely do that. A lot of people turn that feature off because it drains your battery really fast. Oh, really? Yes. So you can just have it be, like, 
a beautiful green uh like it has all the the map of all the streets and like you can and so it is mapping the world as it is according probably to google maps or something yeah but you don't have to have the your camera turned on to okay. show you and which is how i play now it was really fun to catch <laughs> pokemon on people's shoulders and in fun places but it's, but i need my battery to last longer <laughs> that is amazing that's like to me like one of the big deals of like yes i mean you still have to physically go around the world and they're geo specific yes. right so yes. you're like i get ones in oklahoma that i wouldn't get in baltimore and all that yes my, uh, my friend brandy is sending them to me from taiwan oh because we're friends oh never mind we'll no go for that it. part there is now a friendship portion of the okay. game where you can be friends with people and send each other gifts that you have gotten at Pokestops. And so I've been getting gifts from Taiwan Pokestops, <laughs> which has been really fun. Okay. So the Pokestops are places where you get more balls? Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And then the gyms. See, I just captured them for a little while. And it's honestly mostly so I could take uh, screenshots of, of uh, Pokemon sitting dangerously in the <laughs> middle of Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> like, there's yes, some problems here. Very this fun. This is very, very dangerous. <laughs> Little Evie, you should not be in the middle of Hollywood Boulevard. No. Uh, I have to capture you for your own safety. Uh, but I never made it to a gym. And in theory, that's like where the actual game part truly happens, right? Because yes. you're collecting them so they can eventually fight. Yes. That is the narrative of Pokemon. Exactly. And they didn't release the gems at first. So they came a little later. And then, yes. And so gems, you take over them with your team. Okay. And then you sort of assign your Pokemon to stay in the gym and defend the gym. Okay. And so if you want to take over the gym, you come with your Pokemon and start fighting at that gym, everybody else's Pokemon, Okay. until they run out of health and faint. <laughs> they don't die. No. They just Pokemon's little... faint. They oh. don't die. Do they have little couches? <laughs> <laughs> they just sort of collapse into nothing, like, like just disappear in sparkles. Oh, and, okay. And so they like look like, they, and it literally says on the screen, this Pokemon fainted. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> That's the vapors. Which is, which is better than, you know, like little X's on the eyes and blood coming out of them. You have murdered yes. this Pokemon. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. So how does the fighting work? Do you have to physically go to a gym yes. and sit there and play a video game? Or yes. is like, okay, I thought it was maybe like in the background, like as we're recording, your Pokemon are fighting in a gym right now. No, you have to be physically at the gym. Okay. And you pick the Pokemon you want to fight with, and then you hit five fight battle actually i think it's called battle and uh and then it brings up the gym and you're in a stadium with like basically looks like a football field okay and uh their pokemon comes up and your pokemon is there and you base you hit the f the screen really fast you tap it with your finger <laughs> and that triggers your pokemon to do their their attack okay and then they have a supercharged attack that comes up once you've hit it enough times the supercharged attack charges up and then you hit them with your supercharged okay. attack is there any level of skill, or is it just whose Pokemon is more powerful? Yes, that's exactly it. Okay. Whoever, and some of them, like the uh, water Pokemon, do really well against fire Pokemon. Oh, yeah, and, sure. Uh, that's just electric nature. Pokemon do great against fire po or water Pokemon. Like okay. You definitely want to use your electric. So the types ah. will be more effective or less effective, depending. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right, so uh, now now that uh, I have some of my questions answered <laughs> about how gyms work, um, going back to when it first came out, and it was like the biggest thing in the world for like two weeks. Yes. And that's like when you were saying you were at the 
uh, playing concerts and people are like, I can't stop because it was this new thing of this game design of everywhere I go, I am interacting with the real world. I'm interacting with humans because we'll bump into each other on the street. Yes. Because we all heard that there was this kind of Pokemon in this corner. And then it all collapsed, right? (laughs) People, yeah, it's somehow stopped really playing. I don't, I can't remember why they didn't want, like they they kept saying, okay, you're going to get to trade with your friends and it's we're going to bring out all these features and it just never seemed to happen. Like it's very recent that that came out. Yeah. And is that what reinvigorated it? Yes. Okay. The ability to be friends. Very recently, the ability to be friends and send each other gifts and also be able to trade Pokemon. People really wanted oh, to be able to yeah. trade with your friend. Well, the whole thing is a collectible thing, right? And yes. you're at a gym like, I need, an electric, uh, I need an electric Pokemon right now. Yes. Come on, send me one from Taiwan or whatever. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Unfortunately, you do have to be in the same physical space oh, okay. to trade Pokemon, which is, I think is what you're doing when you're in like the video game. I've, I've seen some people play the video game and like they're traveling to okay. different places, and if you were trading, you'd be in person. Okay. I should <laughs> admit that my knowledge of Pokemon is almost entirely from the Super Smash Nintendo games oh, nice. where all the Nintendo characters beat each other up. <laughs> And anytime anything weird happens, you're like, what's going on? It's a Pokemon. <laughs> I've, I've, you know, electrocuted a lot of people as Pikachu. Yes. It's, it's great. Pika, Pika. Uh, so for you, what was the initial pull? Was it just that this was like cool and weird and that it interacted with the real world? Or was it this, um, like I remember when it first came out, people were like, is this going to revolutionize uh, using this kind of, our phone technology, mm-hmm. which we have the stereotype that that's disconnecting us because we're all in public just looking at our phones. But yes. now we can be doing something actively fun together. Was it that that hooked you? I think it was because I was playing with my husband, Justin. Yeah. And, and so there has been like the last two birthdays, we have gone and sat in the park where there are multiple Pokestops and gyms <laughs> and sort of just had a little party where we put lures on the Pokestops, which means more Pokemon come. Oh, nice. <laughs> and we sit there and we get balls and we catch Pokemon <laughs> and j- battle the gym. And it, it's beautiful because, like, I've already paid for the phone. I don't have to buy anything in the game yeah. unless I want to. And it somehow feels like I'm really enjoying the outdoors, but also... I don't really have to do anything but look at my phone the whole time <laughs> to feel productive. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're with your husband, so yes. you're out in the world. Yes. That's beautiful. Do When you set a lure for Pokemon, oh, sure. do, does that lure other players? Like, it's your birthday in the park with your husband, and then do Every, random people come? Everybody else can see, yeah, that the, the lure like looks like little uh, flower petals are coming off of the Pokestop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And for the first for few months of Pokemon, there would be cars parked at the park <laughs> close to us like everybody would have to shut off their lights because the police would come and say guys the park is closed you can't be here anymore but we were all sitting there getting more pokeballs so that we could catch more pokemon yeah there would be poke parties at night <laughs> at the park and just people sitting in their cars so we were yeah and yeah, it was it was a community thing, and I have experienced that. Like at Gen Con, we were definitely all cuddled around gyms, okay, taking them over together. And now there is a mechanic where there are raids that happen. Oh wow! And you need multiple people in order to complete the raid. Okay, like it become it's an enormous Pokemon, and you all 
come together and you're battling at the same time. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. it's it's wanting you to be social. Yes. And interact with the world and all that. That's really cool. Yeah. The coolest thing I ever did is I caught a manky from a moving car. <laughs> it's yes. It's just a sentence I like to say. <laughs> that was my high-level achievement. And I was like, I'm out of here now. Very no, nice. No, that was actually in a moving car. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what is the, uh, that's the initial poll. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're actually being social with people you wouldn't be otherwise like it does it does it elevate out of pokemon like if you are at a convention you go to a raid Mm -hmm. uh do you feel like everybody attacks the pokemon they're like thanks bye or do you actually have other conversations with people that arise out of it uh i did yesterday at the airport i was catching pokemon while i was waiting for the plane and then probably an eight or nine year old kid who was so bored it was so sad. Is this uh, in Portland? Uh, it, at the LAX? Las Vegas airport. Okay, When nice. I was in between. And yeah, they were they were just trying to do anything to keep themselves in everything. <laughs> They're like, you playing Pokemon Go? I'm like, yep. <laughs> I used to play Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah, I think those are usually the extent of the conversation. I remember a beach trip where we were somewhere uh battling a gem and somebody else was sitting in their car and they're like i just caught a nine tails oh yes no i've had interactions when it we did a beach trip just we were playing pokemon randomly a stranger came up to me and said i just caught a dragon i had to tell someone oh this is my i've never caught a dragon type before that was an amazing experience just to be like they knew we were playing yeah. and that they, they just had to share their excitement for the game. That's really cool. Yeah. I and also I, love the grizzled nine-year-old vet in oh the my gosh. Las Vegas airport. Like, yeah, I used to play. I used to play Pokemon Go. <laughs> kid, uh, I wish say, I was playing it right now is what I got from that <laughs> okay, conversation. That maybe they were not allowed to for some reason? <laughs> yes. Okay. Maybe they don't have their own iPhone yet. <laughs> uh, so uh, with the friendship part of it now, though... Uh, are yes. you only friends with real life friends on Pokemon, or like when you met the excited person who caught the dragon, were they like wanting to be friends within the app now? If we had had that option at the time, I think we probably would have, but it was before the friendship option was open. Okay. So yes, when I did like start meeting people at my last job, I was like, "Do you play Pokemon Go?" <laughs> and then immediately became friends with them. Oh, nice. It was like exchanging Instagram handles, except that. <laughs> It's like we can be friends now. Did you know we can do friendship? <laughs> and and you you do get XP from from giving gifts and doing friendship interactions. Yeah. So it is like encouraging you to interact with your friends on the oh, platform nice. as nice. much as possible. And okay. you become like there's levels of friendship. I think I just achieved like a super great level or something, which means you can trade rare Pokemon or something. Okay. Yes. So there is a lot of gamification, but do you still like it? Feel like it is. Uh, I don't. I don't want to be. Um, I will say this only from my own perspective. When I play video games at home, I can play them to an unhealthy level for me. Mm. Do you feel like Pokemon Go is still obviously it's doing all the normal gamification things to keep you hooked? Yes. But do you feel like for yourself, it is still being positive and that it is getting you out of that house, or do you still have times where you're like, I am obsessively playing this when I really should be doing something else? Hmm. I feel like I don't play it unless I'm walking. Okay. And it feels like it helps me walk longer. Okay. Which is helpful to me because, yeah, I definitely have a thing where I won't go outside and 
then then I go, oh yeah, this is great. <laughs> Remember outdoors? I should stay outside. <laughs> this is awesome. I did open it this morning just to see where the Pokemon stops are around, and uh, it was like, oh yeah, this is great. And I noticed that I felt a lot happier than right before when I had opened Instagram. Yeah. And just compared my life to celebrities for some reason. <laughs> And then and then and then I was like, oh yeah, let's let's open Pokemon Go. And I was like, oh yeah, this is why I love this game because I feel like I'm accomplishing something. I also leveled up this morning oh, to level really? 27, which is very exciting. Yeah, <laughs> just 20, 250,000 more XP points till I get to 28. <laughs> and I think so, there is a Pokestop near uh, my yes, apartment. There is, there, if, and if, it's currently uh, there is a gym also, and it's currently team. Uh, instinct which is my team so oh nice i could just go add my pokemon if i wanted to <laughs> i think there's a raid happening later <laughs> you got a busy day uh <laughs> all right so uh, part of it to me is the fun of these weirdo creatures so is there yes. a pokemon that you have your heart set on that you dream of catching that you might fly to a different place because you need that pokemon oh. or is it more just like oh if i go to los angeles there's a couple different ones there i definitely had so it has the mechanic of evolving pokemon and you have to have enough candy (laughs) to evolve them and some pokemon take a lot more candy than others i don't know if you remember the magikarp Uh when it first came out the little flopping fish with a crown on oh yes how could one forget yes magikarp evolves into gyarados which is a giant like fish dragon which nice. is very powerful water Pokemon. Magikarp itself is very small. And, and so it takes something like 400 candy in order to evolve into a Gyarados. But that means, th- so you get th- maybe three po- three candy at the most every time you catch a Magikarp. Okay. So you have to catch so many Magikarp in order to evolve one of them into Gyarados. So there are some, yes, some like, I've caught these, but I want more so I can evolve it into the next thing. Okay. Which, so that, I, right now I have my heart set on the whalemer, which is just <laughs> a giant sort of like humpback whale, but it's blue. So it's probably a blue whale and it's going to take, I think, 400 whalemers to make it into a bigger whalemer, which I don't know what that becomes, but as soon as I saw it, I was like, I could make a bigger whale. I'm gonna need a bigger whale. I'm gonna need a bigger I'm whale. I'm gonna need one. <laughs> so I'm trying really hard to find as many whales. So yeah, I get very excited when I see a, a whale. Yes. Yeah, so it's like an endorphin rush every yes. time you see a whalemer. Yes. I'm like, oh gosh, I gotta stop right now and I can't I can't put away my phone until I've caught it. Okay, yes. so do you d- ever do that where you're like, I'm going to walk around until I find a damn whale? It's more like I'm not, like, maybe I'm supposed to go inside a building right now, but I just saw one, so I have to stop and <laughs> do that. I can't continue on with my walk until, okay. I, until I see, until I actually achieve that. Nice, yes. nice. And is the candy automatically applied or do you have a candy bank? Yes, so you have a, you, it shows you when you open your Pokemon that how many candy you have. <laughs> And then you can feed the candy to a specific Pokemon. So, so yeah. So they have a couple of buttons like you can power up your Pokemon or you can evolve it, and it shows you how many candy you need to evolve. Is there a graphic of the Pokemon eating the candy? It is not. It's bullshit. A, like, bec- well, it's fun because the evolve uh, evolution screen, like the 
Pokemon is on a platform and it like yells <laughs> okay. and then sparks start flying and nice. it, and it uh, but like a swirling uh, tornado of wind and then it sort of morphs in light into okay. the new po- Pokemon. Okay, that does evolution. sound better than just watching uh, carp eat candy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they both sound fun. But, uh. And then it usually like yells again and stomps really big. So yeah. Um, can you see uh, Pokemon Go ever affecting a life decision? Ooh. Like, uh, like making, I mean, you said this is a birthday party tradition now. Yes. Or, or, and then uh, you travel a lot, but would you ever travel somewhere? Would you ever be like, hey, let's book a show in Detroit because I happen to know there's a Pokemon <laughs> I want in Detroit. Why not? A little two for one. Uh, are you that engaged that you would make different decisions? I don't know that I would. I don't know that I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, if, if somebody was giving me options of places to travel and I happen to know, it's like, well, there is just so many Pokegems right there. <laughs> we might just want to go there. I've heard really great things. Yeah, and there are country-specific Pokemon. Okay. So the... United States is the Taros, the big bull with three tails. Okay. And uh, yeah, so there are things that you can only get if you travel to another country. Okay. Which would be fun. Yeah. Because you got to catch them all. That's the biggest part (laughs) of the thing is got to add to your Pokedex. And it shows you all the things that you have and all the slots you have not filled with Pokemon. (laughs) It literally shows you the empty spaces in your Poke life. It's like just, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It is very effective. Uh, Does that, does the idea of going to Europe uh, specifically for Pokemon, does that sound exciting? Like if you were in a place in life where you could, where you could just be like, uh, I'm gonna take two weeks, and I'm just going to go pokey hunting in Europe. Yeah. Would you Would you be happy to have that be like the focus of a trip, and then like, hey, yeah, if I see a castle, whatever. But I'm here for Pokemon. That sounds actually very delightful <laughs> to me because that's like the level. Uh, it does help me go out and take a walk because and get out of my head and yeah. not be focusing on something else. To okay. have my phone open and be looking for Pokemon, it really like to me. That is something about that is very soothing, and so I'm not. I don't. I don't feel the compulsion like I need to be calling somebody right now. And yeah, it, like, it helps me feel less alone when I'm walking. Yeah, I'm realizing. So yes. So 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 I do get sometimes when I am traveling other places, I feel like, okay, well, I guess I'm all alone here. But last time I was in LA, I had to t- I took a long walk to go to the bank, and I had Pokemon with me, and it didn't feel that bad. <laughs> yeah, and it made me realize like, okay, yeah, we're getting stuff done. We're walking my eggs. I'm gonna catch all these Pokemon. <laughs> oh, that's right, because just walking is productive. Yes, even exactly. if you don't have fresh Pokemon to catch. Yes, you you're wa- getting something done. You get you get uh, you hatch eggs, and you also have a buddy that you can assign. And okay, the buddy if you as when you walk a certain distance, we'll find a candy. Really? Yes. So Justin was walking with a Magikarp for a long time to get uh, candy for his Gyarados. Yes. Uh, that's, that's so great. I'm just walking so my buddy yeah. can get some candy. So I've already got a buddy with me while I'm walking. Uh, yeah, I like that. I might, uh, I often say this with uh, obsessed topics. Like, I'm going to do that. Now. I'm, I will see. <laughs> 
I haven't played video games for a long time, but I've gotten super into uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yeah. And dangerous levels of like, okay, I, I shouldn't do that too much because I got other things to do in life. But for me, there is that great, totally structured of like, I uh, played a game. I was trying to shoot this many people with this blaster, so I unlocked this achievement. Yes. And I absolutely, concretely did this thing today. Yes. And I feel like uh, that helps me with anxiety about just life in general because life, some of life has metrics. Yes. But some of them are long, <laughs> arching, you know, metrics. Is that is that the kind of... Uh, piece it gives you that yes you accomplished a concrete thing i did and they also have an another new mechanic where you have smaller goals that will give you rewards which might be xp or it might be pokeballs or berries or something <laughs> so it's like throw five great throws or catch this many pokemon with a weather effect okay and, and so that's fun too it's like i'm realizing i love the new game mechanics that are like i am achieving smaller goals on top of all my other goals. Right. It is... just makes you feel like every action you take is worthwhile. <laughs> yes. That's, I think that's what it is. <laughs> yes, yeah, because Battlefront exactly. 2 has like these dumb daily goals too. And they're never challenges. They're t just time challenges. Like within the next 24 hours, can you defeat one enemy? Like, well, I fucking better be able to <laughs> within 24 hours yes. defeat one person. Uh, so it makes me feel big and important. And it's great. Uh, people have always made jokes about mm. Pokemon of that it is the narrative is that you capture creatures perhaps against their will yep. i mean you are trapping them in tiny balls and you then really releasing are. them only to fight until they can get stronger and fight better and make other little pocket monsters faint <laughs> it, it's so true how do you feel about all that <laughs> yes the 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 premise of the game is extremely problematic problematic <laughs> Because you are just saying, oh, Pokemon, I know better than you. I can take care of you better than you can on your own in the wild. Which has always been every video game mechanic for Pokemon. Yeah. Is that you go out, you find a wild Pokemon, you put it in a Pokeball, and then it's better for the Pokemon because you're taking great care of it. So, <laughs> so you're domesticating pocket monsters. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that were probably fine in the wild. But then you're like, but but I help you grow and evolve. So Give we're you candy and berries. Becoming the very best we could be. <laughs> yes. So is that the, the headcanon that you approach it with? That it is true that they would not be safe in the wild and that you are helping them reach their goals? Mm, I don't know. That, I think part of me doesn't think try, tries not to think about it too hard <laughs> okay you just try I to go oh cute it's a shiny pokemon oh i don't <laughs> have this one yet i just recently yeah played with a friend that we were looking for something to do and it's like oh we can be friends on pokemon again now and they're like oh yeah i haven't played that in a while and we went on a walk and realized there's so many poke gems close to them and it was really fun to see them get excited like oh i don't have this one yet yeah like, this is why i love this game <laughs> Okay, so yeah. you got joy from just seeing your friend's yes. uh, discovery of the game. Yes. Well, that's awesome. So you're seeing your friend evolve. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for me, uh, playing in Los Angeles where I was seeing uh, monsters in streets, I feel like, well, maybe you do. <laughs> oh, that's fair. <laughs> maybe you aren't safe in Los Angeles. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle, little Evie, yes. whatever your name is. Uh, if you could play, I want to ask you because you are a musician, if you could play Pokemon Go with any musician, living Ooh. or dead... Who would you want to wander around with? 
Uh, great question. I, 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 mm, I, the first person just like, I of course go to the most famous cellist alive today was Yo-Yo Ma. And because that would be delightful. Yeah. He is a delightful person, at least from far away. Seems like a great person who is always having a great time. Yeah. So I would be delighted to see how he would react to it. <laughs> and yeah, if it would be, a, yes, I like playing with people who are just delighted yeah. and enthusiastic. So I think he would be a great candidate. <laughs> would you talk to him about the art of the cello while doing Pokemon Go? Or would you just want it to be like, here's a cool thing that I happen to be playing Pokemon Go with a great cellist? Yeah. I probably wouldn't want to talk about cello very much. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely on a different level of mastery. <laughs> okay. He's one of those people that some people write articles like, why should I play the cello? Because there's already Yo-Yo Ma in the world. And then you have oh, to go, wow. you know what? There is always somebody else doing the thing you're doing. So maybe just do it the way you do it. Yeah. And that's valuable too. Which, yes, I just, I've always remembered that quote of somebody who wrote an article and said, I quit playing cello because Yo-Yo Mala exists. It's like, that's that's a very defeatist yeah. <laughs> outlook on Absolutely. playing it's, the cello. It is against the spirit of Pokemon Go. Yes, it like, is. If one little Pokemon is like, well, another one's like me's already evolved, so why should I? Exactly. <laughs> Come on. We can all evolve like Yo-Yo Somebody Ma. else has already caught them all, so why would I do it? <laughs> it's about your personal journey. <laughs> would you ever want to do a Double Clicks concert? At you set up the concert so it's at Allure. Mm-hmm. So during the show, tons of Pokemon are coming. So you have to both play the cello oh, and capture no. Pokemon at the same time. The ultimate oh. test of your cello concentration skills. <laughs> that would it just wouldn't be possible because okay. I need both my hands to play the cello. <laughs> That's amazing. I did. Uh, I did get a present from a friend. Uh, Yes, uh, Ben and Molly gave me a Pokemon uh, accessory, okay. which is shaped like, uh, I don't remember what that shape is. It's sort of, but you, you push the button and you can catch the Pokemon or check in at a Pokestop without having your phone open, Oh, which makes it safer if you're like maybe operating a vehicle. Right. <laughs> I was not driving when I caught the mank. Yes, that's I was, good. I was a passenger. So in that case, maybe I could be playing and then like hitting the button when it buzzed at me, but still like, yeah, even just playing a concert, it's very distracting when other people are looking at their phones while you're trying to entertain them. Yeah, <laughs> I would never advocate that. Those people yes. can't be playing. Oh, okay. So I'm the only, only one playing. Oh, yeah. No. In my, this is. Uh, I'm just ripping. This is terrible. I love this it. is a terrible idea. But there's a giant screen <laughs> behind you. You're just doing your normal me concert. Cut, yeah, catch and everyone's well. Yeah, and like, and then the people cheer. Yeah! <laughs> oh, we got three Pokemon during that one song. Yeah, I think if it was a different band and we were playing possibly just covers of in like video game themes. Okay, that nice. would be more fun if we weren't. Of lyric base. Yes. I want people to pay attention to your own <laughs> beautiful, wonderful art. I'm not Thank like, you know, when to make a double clicks concert better. Big screen. Big distracting screen. Just don't let them pay attention to you at all. Perfect. <laughs> no, people should pay perfect attention <laughs> to the wonderful music and performance of the double clicks. Um, if this game was exactly what it is, but just a different brand was mapped over it, Ooh. like, uh, you know, back in the. Uh, 
the uh, old republic, not the well, yeah, the old republic, the uh, Jedi mm-hmm. would go and uh, get Padawans, get sensitive young uh, Jedi from their parents. So if you were walking around, and you're like, I'm a Jedi, and you see a family. They're ready to give up their young, force-sensitive baby just to become a Jedi. Door to door. Yeah, just like oh, we just hey, in the middle of Hollywood Boulevard, yes. there's, there's, there's a, a force-sensitive youngling oh that gosh. I'm gonna not capture, invite into the Jedi Temple. Yes. So if it was that's so dumb, but if there was just it. like a different brand mapped over it, would it still be the same joy for you, or is it the uh, like the humor and the personality and the flavor of Pokemon? Yeah. I... I mean, I guess there are multiple because you are you'd be on multiple planets and you probably go around and not everybody would look the same. Yeah. Would, but yeah, it is very entertaining to just look at Pokemon and go, how did the artist go to this place? Because <laughs> they're always they're having to come up with new ideas and they they sometimes draw from nature, but sometimes it is just a ball with a face on it <laughs> named a Voltorb, and it's, and then it evolves into. Uh, a, a bigger ball with a face on it, but it's upside down this time. Oh wow! <laughs> and so it is, or the executor, which is a bunch of the eggs. Executor, executor. So it's eggs. So they're e- okay. a bunch of eggs with faces on them that evolve into what looks like a palm tree with a bunch of heads and like palms coming out of the top. Okay, that's a Lovecraft feet. monster. And then, it, and then, like, think the next evolution is just like its neck gets a lot longer. <laughs> So that is very, I, I do, I love the art of it. Yeah. I love the, yeah, the, the different creations of monsters that they've come up with. Okay. It's very entertaining. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it seems like that is a big part of it for you. Yes. All right. If there was a Pokemon based on you, oh, what do you think that Pokemon would be like? Design, powers, all that kind of stuff? Oh, sure. It might be. I probably might have some sonic powers. Nice. So it probably have a sonic attack, and uh, it would. I would want it to have very spiky hair or feathers. Would be great because <laughs> I'm very much enjoying my short spiky hair. And uh, ooh, I don't know if I've seen a Pokemon wear any sort of face mask that looked like giant glasses, but maybe ooh, we could go there. Yeah. <laughs> Some Pokemon look like closer to humanoid than others, which also comes into place where, like, why did I capture something that looks a lot like a humanoid? (laughs) This is probably (laughs) this is not great. Did I just get a baby? Did Did I just did I just trap? uh, Yeah, okay. A wild human baby appears. (laughs) (laughs) Just being a ball now. Okay, Uh, so spiky, yeah, sort of ball shaped. Yeah, would would you have legs, arms? Uh, yeah, maybe, ooh, or maybe I'd want, uh, wings, because that's always really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get some wings, get a sonic attack, just sort of float around. Uh, yeah, I think I, I would love to be, like, a purple Pokemon, and maybe... Yeah, let's do some, some green and yellow accents. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then a sonic attack would just blow people attack. away. Yeah, just blowing back with, with rays of, of noise. <laughs> nice. Be great. And would you just want it to be named Aubrey, or would you want it to have a stranger Pokemon name? Ooh. Ah, I do I do like my name a lot. <laughs> um, so I don't, 
don't know that I would need it to be something different. I did use my my pirate title when I signed up for Pokemon Go. Okay. <laughs> so I might be I could be captain the like the captain. Like, oh, like, nice. Like it, or or yeah, because Pokemon typically only have one long name. It's not a two name. Okay. So I would. So yeah, maybe. Uh, or or Sonico or something, something very like, going along with the attack would nice. probably be good. Nice. Yes, I like Sonico, and then Sonico. it can evolve to Captain Aubrey. Yes, <laughs> this one becomes a pirate for some reason. That's right, it evolves. Into <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to our how obsessed are you questions. Great. Do you think about Pokemon Go every day? I I do. Yes. <laughs> I do every day that I I yes I do, I'm doing it more and more and I I never took it off my phone. <laughs> okay, so yes. you were playing in the dark period where people weren't where it wasn't as popular. Yes. Okay, so you've never stopped, and That's now right. it's ramped up again with the friends. Yes, and with the the more goals, which is helping because then it says catch more Pokemon. I'm like, okay, yeah, I will. That sounds great. Instead great of being really po- really picky about what Pokemon, I'm like, I need to save my balls for later. It's like, no, we'll just catch them all. Nice. If there is a day where for some reason you can't play, yes. are you just thinking about it in the back of your mind? I don't know that I am. Okay. Yeah. It is totally activity-based. I think it is. And then and then when I remember it and open it again, I go, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's the joy. <laughs> Would you decorate a room in your home entirely in a Pokemon Go theme? That would be so much fun. <laughs> Me, yeah, just having the, the, the different, yeah, have a few Pokemon on the wall. Yeah. The blue, the red, the yellow color, like just, it's very graphic and yeah, lovely. Yeah, it's very pleasing, so yeah. fun. And your husband also likes the game, so it's not, you know, a lot of times when I ask people about decorating their home, there's a push-pull with whoever they live with of like, (laughs) I'd love it, but I don't know if my partner. Yeah. Now I'm trying to think of which room in our house we would do it. (laughs) I don't have a perfect room at night, but that would be very fun. Yeah. Yes. If it was like a, kind of like a mural along the walls, Mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, lots of Pokemon, would you want to be in the mural, like a picture of you capturing Pokemon (laughs) with your phone? (laughs) Yeah, we could do our creation. <laughs> they do like pictures on the on the loading screen sometimes of of your trainer uh, person. Oh yeah, uh, not necessarily you, but a different trainer, and then they're they're looking at their phone like they ha- they picture the trainer with a phone. Oh, in the nice, hand nice. Yes, yeah, so they capture. don't get that uh, that uh, divide of like right. they're they're doing some no, big active you. things. Like no, this that's you're being a trainer. Yes, it's phones. Yes. That's how you do this. Uh, cool. Would you ever get a Pokemon Go tattoo? Ooh. Uh, maybe. I don't, I haven't gotten any tattoos yet. Okay. But I do like our Team Instinct sigil, so that wouldn't be the worst. Okay. That would be kind of So fun. you're open to tattoos? You're giving them some I thought, maybe? I am open to tattoos. I haven't come up with <laughs> the right exactly thing. what I want. Yeah. Yes. Why does your mind go to the sigil? Like uh, you were mm. talking about uh, how how you and Justin picked this yes. right away as a kind of an underdog team. Yes. Has it continued to have that flavor? See, it's it, it's really it is fun 
because every once in a while you see it on the back of somebody's car and they're and it's like oh they're team instinct too <laughs> or, or like oh team valor we're coming for you <laughs> so it's just that sort of uh, spirit of rivalry yes has it evolved to the point though where at first it's just random right i mean oh. not random but like there's there's nothing about blue red or yellow that has oh, that's true. internal meaning like instinct you can say like well if i'm an instinctive person i go with instinct right but it that's, doesn't yeah it's supposed to be your training style like you believe okay. that pokemon are best trained by whatever their instinct is okay and i don't remember the other two but the yeah so they they did have definitely a flavor text of what you could choose like you are more aligned with this style of training okay so you decided that that's what you wanted to go towards okay yeah. but there's no functionality that supports no. that it's just flavor no, text just flavor text okay but in your heart is it that you have embraced that flavor text or is it just like i've it's like being born in a town and you live in that town and you support the sports team and that's yeah. And okay. I like I like our colors. Yes. <laughs> and they make an attractive tattoo. Every time I see a gem that's yellow, I'm like, yeah, that's us. Go team. <laughs> that's great. Uh, if someone was making fun of Pokemon Go at a party, would you defend it? Like it wouldn't necessarily have to be a big fight, but if, would you be like, actually, it's really fun? I might say that. Yes. I, there'd, there'd be probably as far as I go and then I might get it out of the same room of that person that's just my style of conflict resolution is to <laughs> silently judge and also remove myself from that yeah conversation maybe i would try to yeah try to start a new topic of conversation okay or or a competing conversation with somebody else there we they we can just talk about how great it is really loud <laughs> <laughs> apparently it's very passive aggressive whatever i'm gonna do <laughs> gotta correct them all yes uh but would it, it would bother you though, right? It would uh, would it offend you? Do you feel like? I, I guess what I'm getting at is, it, it, do you feel like for this, it, this is a I like this. If other people don't, fine. Yes, I think if you have to loudly express how much you dislike it, I will judge you as a person. <laughs> like, yeah. really, you need to go into a party of other people and say how bad the what, but critical things about it. it's like it literally brings people joy by people i mean me and <laughs> well, so and i don't think you need to talk about it if you don't like it yeah you can turn to them as like i met a kid in the las vegas airport yes that didn't have pokemon in their life <laughs> and their life would have been better <laughs> that's right okay I, I like that uh that makes a lot of sense but what i know with you with how you would deal with it uh, you would feel passionately but deal with it in your way yes <laughs> Would you cosplay as a very common Pokemon at San Diego Comic-Con? Mm, I wonder. Certainly the first year of Pokemon Go at Dragon Con, everybody was dressed up as a trainer. Oh, right. So, Because you can dress up as like with the hat, and there was specific style. Like uh, like they'd have fingerless gloves on and the shoes and the, the uh, sort of the, the feminine-looking trainer would wear... Uh, shorts and leggings okay <laughs> and a backpack and so there was a lot of people dressed up as that and there there was a lot of people cosplaying polka stops like oh just nice like the blue two circles and then they would have lures on them <laughs> with little flower petals coming down and they would hand you pokeballs if Aww. you if you said i really like your your cosplay and they would go here have a pokeball nice <laughs> 
that was i was very they would give impressed you an actual prop pokeball like a tiny little yes oh pokeball. nice nice uh so i did enjoy that a lot so like they inspired me to probably yeah but it would be fun to be a pokemon because that that stylized uh characters are really fun yeah yes there's a rosalia character which is basically uh, a little humanoid green with a green petal dress and then two roses on their hands okay and they just they're very fierce they have a petal attack <laughs> they have a red rose and a blue rose and that might be really fun yeah to be a rosalia yeah yeah is rosalia very common it is it is it feels more rare like it doesn't okay. evolve into anything else it's just a tiny little pokemon but it has a huge uh combat power like okay. it's the the combat power is very it those flowers will high. mess you up they really will okay <laughs> all right well i i hope to go to dragon con with some time and see you as rosalia yes that would be awesome would you donate a kidney to the creator of pokemon go these questions escalated quickly with they that really one. did <laughs> <laughs> no but only because i think i have a lot of opinions about like poke like i feel like i have had a kidney debate in my life and okay i don't i don't know that i would give it to that person okay but that's a nice thought <laughs> <laughs> would you send them a thank you card instead maybe of a maybe a thank you card <laughs> yes okay fair enough fair enough <laughs> would you want a statue built in your honor is one of the greatest pokemon go players ever <laughs> Would you want that to be a part of your legacy? <laughs> like, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe as if I was for some reason getting a monument or tombstone, I would probably want my Pokemon level on there. <laughs> oh, is this like one of the stats? Yeah, one of the stats looks like born, died, yeah, was level, yeah, sixty on Pokemon, charted on Billboard. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Level this. <laughs> Best Rosalia cosplay ever seen. Yes. Okay, so you would be fine with that. and th- I mean, that makes sense to me that to have that as a part of your legacy, if you're honestly yes. like really great at this game. Or I'm a part of my Wikipedia article. <laughs> that is your true legacy. That is how right? our statues are built in the 21st century. <laughs> is our, yes. The accuracy of our Wikipedia articles. <laughs> if aliens were coming to Earth, would you Ooh. explain our culture to them by showing them Pokemon Go? Oh, I don't. I think that might be problematic because <laughs> I think, so I think they would interpret it as, "Oh, so just you go ha- go around, you see a creature, you just capture it. <laughs> That's what you do, and then make it fight, and then you, yeah, exactly, and then you make it battle each other until they fall down. <laughs> it's great for exercise, though. Aliens. Uh, yeah, yeah. If they understood the the subtlety of video games, I guess like it, showing them any violent video video game where you are going around killing other people yeah well just fainting right yes so in this case just fainting is nice yeah if they knew the difference between dying and fainting and (laughs) (laughs) it would be fun yeah it would be a lot of steps to explain to them yes yeah it's like why are you doing this but of the sort of games and pop culture you could offer them do you think pokemon go uh shows a better side of humanity than you know showing them call of duty or you know the Ooh, third yeah. Terminator uh, movie. <laughs> Random example. It's a, yeah, I think it shows certainly our creativity and how we can we can stylize our world and see it, and uh, also just it does have the friendship yeah. availability in teams, so that's yeah. helpful. Okay, yeah, I, I think, think it does actually say a lot nice. about human psychology. Like this is kind of how we work. <laughs> yeah, we, we like to be in teams. We like to be in teams. We like to level up. Yes, we would like all the XP. 
Would you ever name a child or a pet after Pokemon Go in some way? Yeah, I'd probably name a pet after Pokemon Go. <laughs> I'd probably name a cat Squirtle if I wanted to. <laughs> They've got really good names. Squirtle yeah. is amazing. That's one of the ones that I know from Super Smash, and yes. Squirtle is a great name. It's such a great name. Uh, my mother always wanted to test animal names by yelling them. And- <laughs> Which is why I couldn't name the Chihuahua Axel because it sounded like asshole. Oh. Uh, but Squirtle. Yeah. Squirtle is a fun name to yell, yeah. Squirtle. Yeah. <laughs> Squirtle's running down the street. Got off a leash. Squirtle, get back Squirtle. here. Squirtle. <laughs> Squirtle, no. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> if you found a rare Pokemon mm. when you were after, yes. you were about to catch it. You're you're spinning up your Pokeball. But then in real life, a bear grabs your phone. Oh, no. <laughs> already traumatized would you chase after the bear oh i would definitely follow it longer than i should <laughs> and not just if yeah yeah especially if i just captured that pokemon oh yes so uh yeah i would be i would be torn <laughs> i yes. feel like your instinct would be just watching you, I feel like your instinct would be to try to grab the phone. But am I leading the witness? Would you not? Uh, would you not do that? I don't know if I. I guess my. I'm trying to be like. I know it's dangerous, so I would want the bear to drop the phone so oh. I could recover it. Okay. So I might run away from the bear, but maybe not completely abandon my phone like I should after a bear has taken it. Okay. Yes. So, like, if you could, uh, like, if your phone was vibrating and you could have somebody else call it to try to get the bear to drop it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. We definitely take ridiculous links to make, to try to recover the phone. Okay, fair enough. I loved how honestly you answered this question because <laughs> part of the reason that I, I started asking this question is because I feel like. Uh, different kinds of obsession work differently mm-hmm. and for some of us safety concerns get turned off when you're in the heat of the obsession and i like that you answered honestly of like oh maybe no, i don't know <laughs> possibly certainly people did get have it has several screens when you open pokemon go to warn you please don't trespass please don't go into dangerous areas okay and it has started telling you that there is dangerous weather conditions as well oh nice nice and so every time it's over 90 degrees in portland it says it's dangerous are you okay and it makes you click i'm okay oh wow yeah it's before you can start playing that's amazing just like it like when it knows you're in a car it says i'm a passenger you have to click i'm a passenger before you can wow. keep playing because so it that's says like- I notice you're dry. You're going. You're going too fast. <laughs> Either you're the Flash, or yes. yeah. Because certainly, p- people who did disregard safety quite a bit when they started playing Pokemon Go. Yeah, because there was a lot of just wandering into the streets and yes. close to cliffs and people, things like that. There was somebody who didn't realize they had been stabbed for a good few hours. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> they did. <laughs> Okay. So I try to look up from my phone as much as possible. I feel I like that Pokemon person Go. would chase the bear. Yeah, I think the they person who got stabbed and didn't know just it would take it right back. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- that seems almost like beyond uh, like cool and good, but also legal, right? Yes. They oh, have, they have to protect themselves. They're for like, sure. look, this person said they were a passenger, not our fault. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> They're obviously driving their car, but they said they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they were in that seat. I guess they got a British car over here. Anyway, 
can you make a noise to sum up your obsession? <laughs> a sonic attack to sum up your obsession. Uh, yeah, that's probably about it. I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're making lots of great noises. <laughs> It brings out a lot of fun emotions. It's just definitely like the the highs of like, wow, yeah, we did it, and like getting the gym, and uh, yeah, all the little moments of okay. of accomplishment. There's a lot of highs, which so, is fabulous. Like a little fist pumping noise. Yeah, there. yeah, ah. fist pump, which is what Ash does all the time. He's like, yeah, <laughs> he could head fist over his head, jumping into the sky, freeze frame at the end of every episode is how it feels. Do you do that on in the real world sometimes when you catch a really good one? Do you jump in the air with your fist up? No, but I should. We've adopted that in our stage performance. Like when we finish a song, we're like, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's great. I have seen you do it. And it is awesome. It looks a little like Mario too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe sometime where I'm doing a show with the double clicks, I will uh, I will try doing that if a joke lands really well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and freeze for a while. It'd be a really good flowing set. <laughs> I ask everyone to rate their obsession. Oh. So on a scale of, uh, is there a special Pokemon number? That's all. On a scale of one to all. One to all the Pokemon. All being the highest, <laughs> one being the lowest. How obsessed would you say you are? So there's like 376 available Pokemon in the oh, Pokedex. That, okay, that's all right now. That's 376. all. 376. So I probably... Be at two hundred because I know there are people who are definitely like every day, all day, driving to work on the train. Yeah, we're gonna open it for as long as possible every day. Yeah. So I feel like I am, I am, I'm with them, but I'm not there. Yeah. Yeah. Because you really, really enjoy it, but it sounds like in most of the ways you've described it, it is a bonus thing. It's like I'm going to LA anyway to do shows and stuff. Yes. I'll do this, or I want to go for a walk today. It's an extra prize on top of whatever I'm doing. Okay, cool. So you're only rarely going out just to do it. Yes. Yes. But I want to do it more because like, the more I do it, the more I'm finding, you know what? It brings me extra things that I enjoy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this is one of those great episodes of Obsessed where I can encourage you to get more obsessed. Yay. (laughs) Go out there more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fist up. Uh, we're going to do some quick plugs, and then we'll do the final questions. Uh, where can people follow you yourself and Double Clicks and anything else you want to plug? Excellent. Uh, yeah, we're the Double Clicks. Do- go to thedoubleclicks.com <laughs> or at the Double Clicks on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we also, yes, and you can find our tw- Twitter handles in our descriptions and our Instagram as well. Uh, and, yeah, so I'll be at Aubrey Cello, A-U-B-R-E-Y. C-E-L-L-O. Nice. Yes. And uh, yeah, we find us there. We're, we have a good time there, and we have a fun face, Facebook group, which is just people posting cats and <laughs> uh, dinosaurs, which is very, very rad. Uh, please come check us out at Dragon Con and Game Hole Con. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we have a show coming up in Portland at the Siren Theater in September on, on September 20th, I believe. Okay. Which will be good times. 
Awesome. Yes. Uh, if for some reason you're listening to this podcast and don't know the double clicks, which would be hard for people to do because you've both been on a lot, which is great. Uh, and I've done had the luck to do lots of shows with you. But if you haven't checked out the double clicks, please do. They are amazing. Here are some quick plugs for this, and then we go on. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter and Facebook is at Obsessed Podcast. You can also check out the Star Wars podcast I co-host that is called Force Center. Info on all my upcoming shows and comedy albums and whatnot, you can check out my website at josephscrimshaw.com, and you can support Obsessed by backing us on Patreon. Full info on that, go to patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw. All right, here are final weird questions. Of these two things... Which would you rather be able to shoot out of your hands? Oh. Lightning or a breakfast cereal? Oh, God, I have a breakfast cereal. <laughs> I really love breakfast cereal. <laughs> Lightning, I feel like that power I could abuse too much, but there's yeah. no way to abuse a breakfast cereal power. <laughs> Everyone loves it. it. They really do. That'd be so great if people were just kind of bummed out and like, yeah. hey, everybody. <laughs> Here's I some, brought the cereal. Here, here's some Wheaties and some Fruit Loops. Yes. This is unlimited. You, any breakfast cereal. I love it so much. I was going to go Captain Crunch, but those are both great as well. <laughs> well, it's it's your power, so Captain Crunch hands. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great Pokemon. Captain Crunch hands. <laughs> if one piece of furniture in your home could become sentient, Ooh. what would you want to be sentient? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just reading the Flintstones comic and like all of their appliances are basically animals that talk to each other. Yeah. Which was a lot. Uh, <laughs> um, the, <laughs> too much Flintstones. It, it was great. Uh, yeah. The, the, mm, maybe the, I, I'm going to go refrigerator. But that's not really a piece of furniture. Uh, maybe our game table actually would Ooh, be very nice because that yeah. would add a whole other dimension to our game nights. Yeah. Yes. What would you want the game table? Would you want the game table to be able to play the games or to comment oh, on the games? That would be awesome. Both of those sound amazing. I guess I was hoping that it could maybe uh, surprise people by rumbling. <laughs> Like we could just somehow give it treats and so time it for per certain parts in the in the Dungeons and Dragons game to be like, and then the monster appears and then it starts shaking. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. And if it you, makes a noise. If you get a roll you don't like, it could shift a little bit to try to fix Oh, yeah. The roll. <laughs> yes. I love your very theatrical uh, cheating game table. Yes. <laughs> that is awesome. The final question for everyone on the podcast is what is happiness? Ooh. Uh happiness is uh is just looking uh just appreciating the people around you and the abilities you have to get you through the day and go yeah this is like look at me maybe this moment isn't perfect but i've i i do have a list of things that that are great like the list of resources and things to look forward to yeah and that's very pretty darn wonderful yeah that is that's an awesome like very organized and thoughtful way of like people just say like just live in the moment and like it's a much more organized way to say like this moment is not the best however here's my scroll yes with things that are great this is how i do it make my resource list Thank you. <laughs> happiness is a resource list yes. there you go thank you so much for doing the podcast thank you so much for having me absolutely that is our podcast 
You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. I caught a Pokemon earlier today named Geodude, which I love a lot because they always say their name, Geodude. (laughs) And he's a rock that just floats in the air with two muscly arms and big, big fists. So it's a rock with a face and muscly arms and just goes, Geo, dude. And he eventually uh, evolves into Graveler, who is a giant uh, rock with with legs and two sets of arms with big fists. Uh, so I love Gra- Geo, dude, and Graveler so much. 